Kesha Shem Tov is Ayskhaf Gimel on page 78. Two weeks ago we were learning about the Mishnah in Pikyavis that David Malach learned from Achitofel Shnei Dvarm Bilvad. And here the Balshant of HaKadosh explains in a different way. Oid b'nin acher. Keseris ha-dibriz kolol kol ha-tayr. We have a Kabbalah from Chazal that the Aseris ha-dibriz contain within them somehow kol ha-tayr. The entirety of Torah. Bang. As says, In the same way that really contained and hidden within the ten, the Aseris is Kolotaira, is Bonichla Kolotarbek Teva Achas. The truth is that it's really, it's really, the, the entire Torah is really contained within each word of the Torah. Now there's a famous, there's a famous um, Kabbalah we have from the Vilna Gain that that the whole Torah is in the base of Bereshis, and not just the base, but even in the Kuda, the the, the Dagesh, the dot inside of the base is called Torah Kula. But from the Balsham we have this, that that in one word of the Torah, in each word of the Torah, there is really hidden the entire Torah, and one can learn out from one word of the Torah, called Torah Kula. Now we don't see that, we don't understand that. And when we learn, we learn each word independently, individually. Each word is teaching us something of its own, but we don't see the clolius of Kalatara Kula, we don't hear that coming from one word. Because in order for a person to be able to hear that and to learn that, it could only take place when learning from a Rebbe whose neshama comes from a world that's called Olam Ha'achtos. It's on such a level of Olam Ha'achtos, <coughs> the world of Echad, of Achtos. But if the but if the Rebbe is as wonderful as he might be, he's also part of the world of period, of division, of separateness, and so on. And he's not able to hold on to that echad while being here in this world. But rather, he's with all of us in the Alma de Piruda, the world of division and separation. So then, Gam HaTalmud HaLaymi so then the student who receives from that Rabbi is Mekabal Menu Gamkein Dvarim Nefrodim. Also receives 
the Torah in such a way where it's dvarim nifradim, where everything is different and separate, each one from the other, every word, every every pasuk, and so on. And that the Baal Shem Tov HaKadosh is what we're being taught. That why does it say Shnei Dvarm Bilvad, only two things? Because since Achitofel was from the Olam HaPirud, was from that world of separation, therefore when David HaMelech learned Torah from him, all he could hear from that Rebbe, all he was able to hear were those exact words that he taught him. Now in the last Torah we learned that that the Torah of a person who is not a tzaddik doesn't have the ability lifros v'lirbos, those of you here remember, doesn't have the ability to have told us to have children and grandchildren to give birth to more. So this is similar. When the Rebbe comes from the from the Olam Ha'achtas so everything is kolol, kolatar kula could be heard in every word that he says. You could hear kolatar kula. The Rebbe could be talking about tubishvat, but you could hear shuvas and you could hear shabbos and so on. You could hear everything in that in that in that word in that Torah that the Rebbe is saying. <coughs> but when the Rebbe comes from the olam hapirut, from the world of separation, it's just that you could only hear that that thing itself, that Torah itself. So David only learned Mechitofel as Shnei Dvarim Bilvad, Shnei Dvarim Bilvad, only those two things, nothing else. When he heard, whatever he heard from Mechitofel, that's what he heard, so he couldn't hear all of Yiddishkeit, he couldn't hear all of Yiddishkeit in what he was being taught. There are such Jews that even we don't understand this. And you know, what does it mean? A Jew that comes to me, Allah Ma'achdus, from the Amud we don't know what that is. And we could talk about the words, but we don't understand what that, that is. But there, but but some some of you might have met the person. Sometimes you come across a person in life, a Yid, that when you talk to him, whatever he says, you feel that he's telling you all of Yiddishkeit, even though he's not talking about the Indian right now. But Somehow, that when you talk to him, the sense that you get is that is that it's it's all of it's all of Yiddishkeit. It's all of Yiddishkeit. I once explained that this was something that was taught by the uh, by the tzaddikim from Brisk, especially in our generation from Rabbi Yosef Bezich and Lavracha. That we see that in t- in, in the in the in Torah and teaching Torah that there. Are, that there are two ways of teaching Torah. And um, Rabbi Yashabir point, pointed out how, on the one hand, we see what we see from the Brisa and Erevan, there the Gemara says, Ketzad Seder Mishnah. What's the Seder of the Mishnah? In other words, how did Moshe Benna teach Torah to Amisa? How did Moshe Benna teach Torah to Amisa? And, and the and the Gemara tells us that there was a there was a specific mahalach and how Moshe Benu would teach would teach Aaron and then Aaron's sons and so on and, and there was a Chazara four times that's until all of Bnei Yisrael learned the entire Torah and Chazid the entire Torah and that was the Seder Halimud Kate said Seder Mishnah 
That was the seder of how the Torah was taught to, to all of our Yisrael. And Rabbi points out how there's a person who is obviously missing from the Seder HaMishnah. And it's particularly odd because it was the person who was Davka closest to Moshe Rabbeinu, and that's Yeshua. Yeshua is not part of the Seder HaMishnah. His name is not there. And in Chumash we're told that Yeshua never left Moshe Rabbeinu's side, he never left Moshe Rabbeinu's <coughs> Tenth, he was in the Bishamadrish learning with Maish Rabbeinu all the time. So there's no question that he was the greatest Talmud, the greatest Makabal of Maish Rabbeinu. And yet, Rabbi Yeshiva points out that he's not in the Seder of, of Torah being taught to the Jewish people, Aaron and, and the sons and so on, but not, but not uh, Yeshua. It's very, very odd. On the other hand, when we open up Pirkei Yeshua is the is the centerpiece of the Seder of Kabbalah Satayr. Moshe Kibbal Torah Misin Ayim Masarli Yeshua. Moshe Kibbal Torah Misin Ayim Masarli Yeshua when he gave it over to Yeshua. And then, and then it continued on. So, how do we understand this? So, Yeshua explained that there are there are two dinim in the Mesivas of Torah. There are two dinim in how the Torah is given over. In what way? One is the actual curriculum of Torah, the Chomer, the material. The material of Torah. And that Chomer has to be taught very, very specifically and very clearly. What this Gemara says, what that Mishnah says, what Taisu says, and so on. There's a, there's a, a huge body of information that needs to be that needs to be transmitted from the Rebbe to the Talmud, from one generation to the next. <coughs> That's one din in Talmud Torah. But there's another din in Talmud Torah, which Rabbi Yashabin said that it's much, much dif- more difficult to find in our days. And that's not the Indian of the Chalmer of Torah, but the essence of what Yiddishkeit is of what Yiddishkeit is. Now, what does that mean? So, Yeshua says that Yeshua, of course, knew everything. That wasn't the point. But Yeshua's role in Am Yisrael was something that was even greater than the curriculum. And there are many, many wonderful teachers who are able to learn the Chalmer, the material, and then they're able to teach it. They're good with, with blackboards, and nowadays you don't have blackboards anymore. It's called they become smart, smart boards. You have they're, they're very, very good with the, with the smart boards and with the uh, handing out the booklets and questions and tests, and they're very, very good. And it's a tremendous chachma to be to be a teacher of Torah that's able to that's able to teach the chomer, that's able to teach the material of Yiddishkeit. But to be able to give over what Rabbi Yosheber called the romance of Yiddishkeit, it was the essence of what Yiddishkeit is and what it means to be a Jew, and so on. So he said, that, that's something different. So when it says, Kate says, say their Mishnah, that's talking about teaching the Chalmer, teaching the material, having wonderful teachers. With the tests and the Shiurim and so on, and that's vital. There's no question about it. But by 
the Mishnah pick up is it doesn't say Moshe, it doesn't say that Moshe, that Hashem taught, Hashem li made Torah to Moshe, that Moshe li made as a Torah to Yeshua. It says Moshe ki built Torah to Sinai. He received it from Sinai. It doesn't say he, he learned it at Sinai. For, for Moshe, we know how Sinai wasn't a big classroom. It was an experience. And being in Har Sinai for us was an experience. It wasn't the Rabbi Shalom saying, now repeat after me, put your finger in the Gemara, you understand. It was an experience. That's why it came with all kinds of special effects. It doesn't say, Moshe, Lomadis Atar B'Sinai, V'limedis Yeshua. It says, Moshe Kibel, he received it. Umesarulay Yeshua, he gave it over to Yeshua. He gave it over. It doesn't say that he taught it. Yeshua's role is not as the master teacher, but as that father figure. Is that the person who is to continue the Messiah and continuing the Messiah is not about the material. <coughs> there's a certain flavor, there's a certain ruach, there's a certain way of of talking, of of thinking, of of looking at life, of looking at the world. There's a certain Messiah that Am Yisrael has. That's not just a matter of, of of the curriculum. That one receives. It's not a matter of being taught. There's a Seder Mishnah that you will have to try to make sure that our children receive that as well. That they're taught that in a, in a, in a very accurate way. Or Rabbi Yashabed described in a you know, scientific way that the material of Torah has to be taught. But that doesn't necessarily mean that the Rebbe gave over Yiddishkeit to the kid. Maybe he's very well informed, but he hasn't been made into a yid, into a Jew. That's something. That's something he says that's different. So it's a different thing. So there are very few people that are very that are good at that. And he and he and he said that there that there are, that there are fathers and grandfathers who are not experts in the material, but they were able to produce children and grandchildren who were ready to die, to give up their lives to be Jews. On the other end, you could have someone that is a fantastic teacher and the. And the Student has a lot of information, but he's not willing to get up and go daven shachos. The fact that he's well informed doesn't make him into a Jew. He just knows a lot. He has a lot of information that doesn't make him into a yid. To be a yid, to be a Jew, you have to receive something. You have to receive something. I was trying to convey this in a. I, I generally don't do this, but there was a. There was an interesting. I'm saying this only to make this to make it, this point. This chilik. <coughs> There was a um, there was an email that I got from uh, from I, I, I said his name I don't know who he is He's obviously a very wonderful person who's trying to do things for to help with limanatir so I, let me run this by you an interesting thing I got this two days ago that there's this uh, initiative that he started I I, I I know about this he sent me a message last year <coughs> and uh, I didn't sign on I didn't explain anything but so he asked me again this year could I sign the shul on to this thing, participate in this initiative. And it sounds like it's a terrific thing. What's the initiative? If I had my phone here, I would read it to you, but it, it, he has a big advertisement, and he's obviously a wonderful, wonderful, elegant person. And the initiative, the initiative is that keep the momentum going. This is what it's called. Keep the momentum going that there should be, in every shul, there should be, on the second night of shuls, there should be also uh, some shiurim. 
on the second night of Shuls. To keep the momentum going, he has he sent me some shuls in the five towns that already have signed on that they're going to have a sh- shear on the second night of shuls to keep the momentum going. So, uh, what could be wrong with that? So I wrote back to him that I, that I I do not agree with that personally, and good luck. And it's very sweet, and I'm sure you're at Sadiq and everything, but I don't believe in that at all. I I told him that in, in a nice way. I told him that. I'm very happy with the Yiddishkeit that I received from my father, who received it from his father. And the Chassam Seif and the Morgan of Rav and Sadiqim like that also knew what momentum was, that they obviously believed that that the men should stay home the second night with their wives and their children and the little ones, and they should be in the house. And as I said, there's nothing wrong with opening up a safer in your house. And I don't believe that that it was meant for the men to go out this, the second night to the base of Medrash and to leave their wives after being away the first night. I don't believe that. And you thought of a new thing? Anayimaz Akuns Akuns, how do we how do we get a Jew to learn? the way to get a Jew to learn is let's keep the momentum going from Shulis, don't let this momentum of the first night of Shulis die keep them, you know, get the guy to go to the best Medrash the second night and he's starting to have special Shuyurim on the second night of Shulis Anayimaz who do you speak to at Hayasi night to get such a thing? We have we come from a long line of great Sadiqim Sarkanis. It's not the same thing <coughs> as Stam starting his years. The second night of Shu is the second night of Yantiv to go out of the house on Yantiv, to go to the Vesemedrish and to have special shiurim for the obviously for the men. And then I guess it would be the mad neighbors and the, the girls will start prancing around the night too. To start something new like they did the first night of Shu is now ready, but came for the Maidlich also. So this also stopped so I wasn't harsh when I wrote back to him. I wrote, I respect you, and it's wonderful. I said, but no, thank you. I'm not advertising in the shul. I'm not interested in such a thing. If somebody wants to learn, let him be a big enough of a boy that he could open up a gemara in his house. He doesn't have to come to a special shiur on the second night of shuls after he was away. The first night of shuls. There's a certain feeling that the that your wife has when the husband is at home at night. And it's yantiv. And I don't believe that Hashem's Bach wanted the men to be going around walking to shul on the second night of Yantiv, they were already away the first night. And I said that, I'm, and I wrote to him that I'm very comfortable with the Messiah that I received from my father. <laughs> my father never heard his, his, my father's father, they were people that learned by the Chassam Seifer and the Chassam Seifer, and they never heard of such a thing to go out the second night of Shuvah. And, and there's a certain common sense that comes with, with, the, with the Messiah that, that we have, the British from Gabus, from Harsinai, it comes with a certain common sense. That 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 you find I find nowadays very often is is missing. That it's uh, that the the chomer, you know, the the picked up on something like with the material and what to do and about the curriculum and so on, but then just the the old-fashioned masar that we got from Moshe who masarli Yeshua and so on, all the way down to us to understand that there's a certain there's a certain Explained, there's a certain way that the Bani Shalom thinks that was handed down to us through the Chachamim. Now, I'm not saying that I'm, I'm always on target. I'm, I'm, I'm sure I'm off all the time. I, I try to be, but uh, on. But I acknowledge, <laughs> I'm not off or on, but I acknowledge that there's something that's very, very big that's called that Moshe Kibbal Tarim Sinimus Ali Yeshua and so on. I, I, I believe in that very strongly. And and while you could take an initiative like this and you could show in the ISIS and the letters that it sounds like it's a great thing. Wow, we can get the guys to go to a Shia the second night. 
and, and, and the keeping the momentum of, of Torah, going into the second night of Shuas and the end of Shuas the Kabbalah's of Torah, Shmek Nishgit. Doesn't smell to me like the right thing. It doesn't smell right. And, and, and that's something that, that one, has, one receives from an earlier generation. Not, not something that you taught necessarily. So, let's see a little bit inside the parish here. What does that mean that Why does it say Bilvad? Kilo, that's all that he learned from him. Why does that have to say? Just say Shnei Dvar. Why Bilvad? That David only learned from Achitofel. Only Bilvad. Now this this Rebsadigon is found in the Azharis, as you see in the second footnote, on the uh, Seres Adibras. The Mevar Rebsadigon, I'm just reading in the footnote number two, that Mevar Rebsadigon, Ketzad Nirmozais from the Chlolos, Kol HaMitzis Baseres Adibras. Rebsadigon explains that. In his Azharis. And we have a parish on the Azharis, Rebsadigon, or Buch official parallel around 2,000 pages. The whole, the whole Azharis of Rapsadigon is maybe a page. And there are two. And there Rapsadigon shows how all the 613 mitzvahs and the chlolos are, are can be learned, can be understood in the Aseris Adibris. That's, the, that's what we have from Rapsadigon. Ketzer Nemozes Nechlolos Kol HaMitzvahs Baseris Adibris Rei Rashi Mishpatim Es Luchay Se'evn Va'atari Va'amitzvah Shekasat Le'eroisam Rashi already brings this down. And the Pasuk where it says, that somehow on the Luchos Ha'evan, on those two stone tablets, somehow it was contained in those two stone tablets, it's a Torah Ha'amitzvah, the whole Torah Mitzvah, the whole Torah, all of Yiddishkeit, was somehow on the Aserah Ha'amitzvah. And Rashi brings down from Rapsadi Gon this Kabbalah. This Kabbalah. Okay, back inside. Kamai Shinichlal Kolhatari Basesha Devus Kach Nichlal Kolhatari Batevachas. Bechol Achas Mehatevus Shabbatari. In every single word of Tari. Yim Kain Gam Hamalamidis Chaveo Tevachas. Shabbatar, therefore, really, it's possible for a person to teach you one word, to say one thing entirely, to teach you one word. And then somehow in that, in that one word, it's kolotar kula. And that's why, as he brings in, in footnote three, look at footnote three. That's why the Mishnah says that even if you learn from somebody, dibur echad, one dibur, one vart, one dibur, you already have to be not covered. Says there also even a letter. 
Rebbe told us Yaakov Yosef, B'Shem Rabbeinu, in the name of the Baal Shem Tov, Sheikh Sheikh Efshel Lilmad Ois. Where the question was asked, what does that mean to teach a letter? What does that mean to teach one letter? Mavar Sheikh Shalom, Bipit Sadik, Mishabris Ois Yizulazu. He explains that when you learn from the mouth of a tzaddik, that even though even if it's one letter, that one letter joins together with other letters, brings you to other letters. He brings that from the Rebbe, and uh, we have uh, we know that that's uh, the word Anarchi itself. He brings back cloud that and so on. There are different ways of learning out, but the but the 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 the, uh, the beginning of that is what we have or we received from Rabbi Sadiqon that we're able to Rabbi Sadiqon explains the entire Torah in the Asher Sadiqus. Back in the parish. That's only that's only going to happen if if the shurish, if the neshama of the rebbe is is the the of the of the neshama is olam ha'achdus, olam shakula kedusha mechubal achdusha shal kashbarach. If that rebbe comes from a world that's kula kedusha, that's mechuba to achdus Hashem, ad sha'achdusum nikeres bechol ha'pratim shabal. So somehow you can see that achdus. Somehow Hashem Echad comes out from everything that that Rebbe, that that person says. That, that when that person says something in in, in Hilchus Tefillin, it comes out Echad. When he says something in the, when he's learning with you about a lulav and an esrog, it's everything is Echad. Because he's mechuba to achdus Hashem. You could recognize, <coughs> you could recognize that that achdus in all of the pratim, in all of the pratim of that of that rabbi's life, and all of the pratim, and all of the details that he teaches, and, and everything that he does. There's that sense that you get of kolatar kula of all of Yiddishkeit, And that's why he doesn't have that that Rebbe or that Jew that comes from the Olam Ha'artus. He doesn't have that division in his life that you know while he's in the Bais Medrash he's a, a tzaddik, and then while he's at work he's not a tzaddik, but while he's uh, walking on the street he's, he's somebody else. The, the, the tzaddik who comes from that Olam Ha'artus, he's a tzaddik wherever he is. He's a, he's a tzaddik. How he speaks to his wife and children. The way that the way that he the, the way that he, he he speaks the way that he's a, the way that he sleeps everything is from that same world of echad. Arkadekach, <coughs> we know from Chazal there was such a thing that the Talmud did something so so outrageous that he went under his rabbi's bed. Uh, uh, that you know such a thing to. And there he said, what are you doing there? And he said, Tarihi, the Lumar This is also Tarihi. I need to learn how a, Jew, how a Jew lives this life, this part of life as well. I need to understand what that is. That, that, 
There isn't anything in the Rebbe's life that's not tired. Everything is tired. But if the Nisham is Ma'ilma period, if the soul comes from the world of separation, so certainly we understand that that's, that's the most obvious difference between someone who's teaching Torah, and then you have, you go to, to university, and you take uh, math or biology or, or history, and you're take, studying a subject by another teacher, by a, by a teacher that in that chachma of the world, in secular, in secular chachmas, there's no Indian like that of the ilum ha'achdus. There's no such thing that so when you, that the, that, that teacher, that professor, that, that. You know, everything that he does is is biology or American history. This is ridiculous. It's absurd. There's no such thing. And and, uh, and that's why the, the same there's a famous story like that about a, about a big philosopher. But that's why that 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 philosopher could be teaching you something about morality and ethics, and then his life is entirely immoral and unethical. And as it was in that story when they asked him, but you profess you, you all you ever teach us about is is morals and ethics. So his response to that was, was Einstein a triangle? <laughs> now, there was Einstein was a great mathematician. He was a great scientist, a great mathematician. That doesn't mean that he became a triangle. So I'm a great ethicist, I'm a great moralist. That doesn't mean that I'm ethical or moral. I, that's, that's what I teach. I get paid and I teach. That's what I teach. I enjoy the subject. So you know that that's a very obvious difference if you, if you pick up a, a, a sefer that was written by Yitzhadik, and you can get the same edition, not the same edition, you can get the same sefer that's an academic edition of that sefer. And it's not written by Yitzhadik, it's written by a professor of Kabbalah, or a professor of the Medrash, right? You have uh, you know, some big professor of Medrash, and you read that sefer. So again, you might get some information from it. A- and I've tried over the years with these things, <coughs> I, and there's there's some interesting information, but it, it doesn't affect your l'chadai, do you understand? It, it could, it could make it worse. <laughs> it could make it colder. But a better l'chadai, a better shach is a better benching you don't get from a professor's uh, book on uh, professor's book on on, 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 on Torah, or whatever it is, on Medrash, or on Hasidus, or Kabbalah, you have some professor of Kabbalah or something in the university. And he writes a book. It could be a great book, and there's a lot of information, and it's interesting. So you would think that since it's such Kavaldika stuff and it's good information, you would think that it would give you his errors. See if you could find. And I'm not, you know, I'm not saying you should, suggesting you should read these books, but I spent a lot of time over the years, when growing up, especially when I was during that time of 18 to 21, 22, I spent a lot of time reading hundreds and hundreds of those books. I never felt the slightest movement in my soul. I'm not saying that like something like that. To get some sort of a great high from them, I never felt anything moving. If anything, it's over the years trying to recuperate from the from the uh, ice age that I, that I was in during that time. Nothing changed. I didn't feel anything changing. You have that like that. You have plenty of teachers that are like that. Some that are even shomer mitzvahs. You have. Uh, somebody was telling me the other day that he's you know he lives in a certain place out of town and uh, and. Uh, you know, it's the same. He's been the same rabbi there for like fifty years, and he said that, there, that to his knowledge, there hasn't been one Jew in the entire community that, that has changed his Yiddishkeit because of the 
of that rabbi being there for 50 years. Not one Jew has upgraded his Avodah Hashem in an, in an obvious and apparent way. It could be that you know, somehow, in some way that we can't see. But he said, I haven't seen anybody change or make any changes at all. Now, there must be that over 50 years, the guy's given thousands of shirim and thousands of joshas. You'd think that like, maybe something would budge, something would move. It would give birth to something, but it's interesting. That's what the Mishnah is saying. So in the case of that rabbi, 50 years old, Alpayim Dvaram Bilvad, 2,000 drushes, 2,000, whatever it is, 5,000 shiur, 5,000 drushes, Bilvad. You understand that what it means from the Balshanta, Bilvad. Bilvad means Zau. All the Torah that he taught was just what he taught. But it wasn't able to give birth to anything other than, the, than those words. Nothing changed. Because the Alma de Piru, the, the Oma Piru, when the Torah comes from the Alma de Piru, so then it could just be that Torah. But it doesn't come together somehow. It doesn't bring to a Hisarius, to a change, to something that to something that lifts you up and out of where you are. It just just informs you. So you could you could uh, be in university and you could be informed. In Einstein wasn't the triangle, it's true. He made a very good point. That that comes from Bertrand Russell, he said that. And he made a very good point. He said Einstein wasn't the triangle. It's true. In the Chachmavum Asylum that comes from the Alma de Puruda and and the fact that, that Einstein was a great mathematician doesn't mean that that's who he was bad some. It means it's something that he thought about and that he enjoyed and that he was great at. It doesn't mean that that's who he was. Mashani came when the Rebbe comes from the from the Ilum that's called Ilum Ha'achdus so then every single word that comes out of the Rebbe's mouth, that's that's who he is. He's in that, He comes from that world of Echad, of Achdus. So that means that when the person hears it, even though even though it could be that uh, that the person doesn't understand. I was just reading uh, a few days ago. There was a uh, there was a very very big ilui that came from Europe back in like the 1920s. He, he came from Europe and he went there to Israel. He was zayicha to leave before the Muhammad, A very big ilui, and um, and he went uh, the first Shabbos that he came to Yushalayim so one of his friends took him to Shalashudas by Rav Kook it used to take place in Rav Kook's house I'm sure maybe <coughs> have been there to Rav Kook's house so he took him to Shalashudas by Rav Kook and I read a description from this this uh, Ilui there was a description of like what happened over there and he wrote he said I didn't understand a word of what he was talking about he said he said the Rav was just like soaring in some higher world. I was just oh, like I'm. He said I knew like Yevamis and Ksubis. I didn't know what he was talking about. He was soaring in some other world. But I knew then that I could never leave him. That's what he said. Like Mamish, like Elisha, with Elio. He said I knew then that I I couldn't part from him, and that that that, that somehow that that he knew that in him was the like the mystery of my my Yeshua of my becoming a Jew I didn't know what he was talking about and understand the actual words 
Except that I never heard anything like it, I never saw anything like that. That's what happened to us by Harsinai. That's what Shulis is really about. Because you could ask a very strong question. This is a big tire, it's not. Well, maybe this for now. I don't know if it's Harsinai. I don't know. But it's, it's a big tire. Because if you ask, like, that's some. What happened, what happened by Shulis? saying. So when we were growing up, also, that was uh, get ready for Kabbalah Torah. Get ready for Kabbalah Torah. You know, five days left for Kabbalah Torah. And then, like, what happens? The truth is that every single day we say, and we're supposed to be makabel upon ourselves Torah every single day. Chazal say beferish. And this Kabbalah Salmitzis and creation of a makabel al machu shemayim and makabel v'hayim shvatish mitzvahs and makabel al mitzvahs and v'ayuad v'meilas shanachim shavchem alu v'achem makabel al tar makabel tar. So what is it that's different about Shavuos? What's the, what's different about Shavuos? What's the yontiv of Shavuos? Every day we're supposed to makabel al tar. So Jew doesn't wake up in the morning without kabbalas al tar. Then what's going to be the rest of the day? Every every single day we say in Kriyshma that we're makabel all we're makabel shemaim shemaim shal shem akenu shem achad v'hafta shem akacha and so on we're makabel all mitzvahs v'hayim shemaya we're makabel all Torah v'hayu advaymeilu right that's Kriyshma that's the beginning of of the day that's what it means to be a Jew is to be makabel all malchus shemaim and all hamitzvahs and, and to be makabel the Torah so what's the chiddush of shuvas? What does it mean? Five, day, five days till Kabbalah Torah. What does that mean? We're Kabbalah Torah every day. Take, that goes back to what I was saying before and to what we're learning from the Baal Shem Tov in this tiny little Torah. The, the Kabbalah Torah of every day is, is to observe the Torah and to observe mitzvahs and to learn Torah and so on and so forth. And for sure, that's something we have to do. We're commanded to do that and every day. To be Kabbalah Torah in that way. But Shavuos is something else. Shavuos is being there. It's different. Now, since we don't know what that means, I guess we'd have to just hear it coming from a Cook's mouth and somehow it would change us. Shavuos is not about the material. That's not the Ike. It's not about the material. And it's interesting because until, until 30 years ago, 40 years ago, Tikkun Lel Shavuos always meant for Jews not having shiurim. You know that. Some of you are still young, so you might not remember there was a time where every Jew just said, taking Lel Shavuos. He didn't have shiurim on, you know, the philosophy of, of Muhammad, you know, Abbas or something, and how it affects, how it affects the, the Jewish people. He didn't, ha- he didn't have, he didn't have shiurim. There were no shiurim. When I was a kid, there were no shiurim on Shavuos night. Started sometime when I was in high school. Start having that. There weren't shiurim. They'd everybody, everybody. Said, my father is all goes on the side. And he still sits shul night. He doesn't. He sits in the shul on the side at a table, and he says, "Taking little shul." And everybody's running in with the first this year, that year. They have workshops, right? And uh, and of course with the watermelon and, and girls in between and so on. And 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 my father just sits at the, sits at the corner and he says, "Taking little shul the, the whole night." He's up. Saying Tikkun, the way his father said, and his father and his father said Tikkun Lel Shuvos, and the Kishutei Akala, what goes on with the, the Kisvei Ari, what goes on, ah, the Zayar Kodesh Tikkun Lel Shuvos. 
Rabbi Shimon didn't give a shir on Shua's night. He was Makashi Takalu. I was talking a little bit about the other women on Wednesday night. Kishutam of the Kalu. He was adorning the, the Kalu, the bride. And there's a tikkun, well, she was to say. She didn't, under, didn't understand. What does that mean to say the first possible of that safe and the last possible of that safe? What are you, what are you being poiled? What are you learning when you, when you say tikkun, well, she was? Not really learning anything. The first mission, the last mission, the first possible, the last possible. You tell kids nowadays, kids even have now, they don't even know what they never saw Tikkun Lashuz. It's where, which place has the most interesting shiur? And I, I've had to go along with that as well, even though I, I cracks about it every year. Because just I'm a grumpy guy and I cracks about it, but <laughs> I'm going to make a Tikkun over here to say Tikkun Lashuz and Shuz. I, I wish I could. But it's, it's just uh, fafal. What does that mean to say tikkun l'shuos? And you had people that didn't know how to learn. I'm not some kumun. They would just sit and say tikkun l'shuos, and and the Zohar says unbelievable things are going on when you say tikkun l'shuos. You have to be a real mammon to to do that. To go to a shir, you don't have to be a mom. You just have to be a person that's interested in the material of Yiddishkeit. To go to a shir, you know, you enjoy it. The shuos challenge, but a yid can say tikkun l'shuos. Explain shuos is something else. It's not just a matter of every day you makabel Torah to keep Torah mitzvahs to learn Torah. That's every day. Shuos is shuos is something else. What happened by shuos? It's an interesting thing because we're talking about tevachas. You know that that according to what we were what we were taught, what we received, that on that amazing day of shuos, the Baruch Hashem opened up the heavens. and he showed us in the clearest way that Hashem akin Hashem and therefore, Chazal tell us that when, a, when Hashem first spoke, He said, Kol kula, all the Asher were what? B'dibur Echad. In one word. Not just not just But all of Yiddishkeit was B'dibur Echad. That's exactly what we're learning. It was in one word. No human mind could possibly comprehend that. It was, we stood at Har Sinai. <coughs> ourselves. We were standing at Har Sinai and and Hashem ripped open the heavens, whatever that means, ripped open, took away the covering, and in one instant, in one instant, we heard everything. And since that day, we're still, we're still like in it. We, everything, we heard everything, the dibur echad. We know what that means, but dibur echad. But this is what the Basavta is talking about, the dibur echad. In one one dibur, well, everything was in that one dibur. Because if Rav Kook could do that, then Nachas Kama Vakama, that the Rebbeinu could do such a thing. So when we walked away from Har Sinai, it wasn't with the we weren't saying to each other, "Wow, wasn't that interesting?" That's not how we walked away from Har Sinai. When we walked away from Har Sinai, we were just shaking our heads. We said, "Well, what was that?" Well, something happened. We just knew that that was it, forever. That was it forever. That's what happened at Harasina. That's what Shuz is. It's not. It's not the, the same as Kabbalatar every day. Kabbalatar every day is. Oh, I understand. Oh, that was interesting. Oh, that's important. Oh, I I, uh, I understand. That's great. Okay, I'm seeing if I can. I'm going to see if I can do that. That's what. That's the Torah of every day. I'm going to try to do that. But shoes, it's not that shoes is different. Shoes is, well, 
Wow, what was that? That was something. It's a maimed has Sinai. Something different. It's a maimed. It's something, an experience. That, that, that it's not, it's not something that's just uh, a limud, a limud. And this is, this is what, uh, it's, it's, hard to, it's hard to explain this. <laughs> the difficulty in explaining this is the sugi itself, you understand. But to try to, to have a sense of what this means, that what Yiddishkeit is, that it's what Shavuos is. <coughs> and, and, and that's, and that I, I can't get across in an email to this tzaddik that wants to have, you know, <coughs> the second night Shavuos challenge. You get that across. That's not it, my friend. That's just not it. It's not it. It's not it. And I'd rather, it sounds sacrilegious, I'd rather some old Jew that falls asleep the second night in the, in the soup <laughs> than, than so having a, a new shear on the second night of Shavuos. It's sacrilegious. So Weinberg is saying there shouldn't be more Torah on the second night of Shavuos. What are you talking about? There should be some old guy that falls asleep in the soup. Or yeah, that's that's, yeah. And I would fight this guy to the to the death that that's more chashiv. That I believe that's more chashiv in Shemayim than than you know having a, going to a, a new shear on 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 why you can't you know, why this year you're not able to have corn because there are bugs in your corn or something. <laughs> it's a special night for the second special shul night shear on what else you can't eat while anybody's watching. Right. So this is an artificial Yiddishkeit. It's a cold Yiddishkeit. It's not the real thing. When you hear the real thing, ah, Samish, it's a mechayyeh. It's a mechayyeh. And I thank the Rosh every day that I met, that I deserve to grow up in a house. Not that I not that I've been able to do it well myself, but I saw the real thing. And anything that's artificial doesn't smell right to me. Any imitation doesn't smell right. And the real thing comes out in, in everything, even how he falls asleep. I was watching last night. I went to visit my father. I was going to a simchan. The way I stopped off, visit my father a little bit, and and I was watching through the window. He learns. He, he sits with the. He sits with the medrash rabba. And just uh, he he learns the medrash rabba. Thursday night, and uh, for the parsha, and I was, and he didn't know that I was there. I was looking through the window, because it's ground level, and I was looking through the window, and just to watch my father's learning. So he didn't see me. So he goes, he's learning the madras. He looks a little bit, looks at the madras, and he looks up and he goes, and he goes like this. He goes, <laughs> <laughs> like I, it, it's something that you know you can't. What is that? This is a certain tnu of a Jew. I can't even imitate it properly. And then he goes like this, like there's obviously something was not right that but something like, and then he goes then he goes like this and he goes, he goes like this. <laughs> and then he goes like this. For all of those years the same. It's a certain thing. It's impossible to it's not in the curriculum, you know. You can get that that doesn't come from a professor. It's just something different. It's not just uh, something sweet. There's something very, very deep in all of that, and that's uh, that's that's it's not a, it's just not a shneidvarm bilvad, shneidvarm bilvad. Something it's not bilvad. There's something. There's a world in, in those things. A world. 
and the kids now they're not kids now don't see that it's, a, it's very very hard very very to see I tell my children all the time all the years I said just watch just watch everything with Zaidi just try to pay attention to everything the way he says something the way he looks at things and the way he smiles everything is saturated with Maimon Hasinai saturated it's filled with with, with something higher even though you'd ask him sounds like this <coughs> a simple joke and say yes wouldn't Sometimes you know he, he didn't say his way was not to say anything negative, but I could tell like sometimes you know <coughs> we're someplace together and there'd be some some like a new rabbi saying some kind of a drasha, something a whole thing, and, and my father would never say anything negative. But I would walk out with my father and I would say, "So, Daddy, what do you think?" And he would just look at me and there was a certain look like, like uh, that's not it. That wasn't it. What we just, just what we just heard wasn't. That's not. That's not it. He didn't say anything. He just. I just looked at him. I said, "Daddy, what do you think?" He didn't answer. He just went. He just looked away. Like what was like what that was. I wasn't tired. It was some, uh, some kind of a fancy thing, but it wasn't tired. Man, it had a lot of big words in it, but it wasn't. It wasn't Yiddish kind. It wasn't coming from High Sinai. It's a daven to to be able to receive Torah from High Sinai. It's not just. Uh, it's not just a matter of the Chaimer. I was talking about this to the guys in the yeshiva, you know. But they can't hear like so I, I I come across like some like some like, you know, dinosaur. And I and and I remember seeing dinosaurs when I was younger and saying, I don't want to be a dinosaur, but you know, then at some point you become one. <laughs> but I, I've been complaining, you know, about guys sitting in the base of Medrash learning Gemara on a computer. And I and I and I've spoken about it many times in the different shoes. I said, What's with the computer? So they made a mistake when they put in the, they fixed up the Nubis measures and they put in all of the outlets everywhere, and guys have the computers going. They said to learn Torah from a computer. It's like davening from a seder, uh, from a phone. They said davening from a phone. He explained that they say that to a kid nowadays. So last night I was by this, uh, I was uh, in the shul there, and there's a, a bacher that's davening from his phone, and he's in the shul. There went the seder all over the place. He's davening from his phone. And and so I said to myself, maybe Moshe, maybe say something to him. He said, Nah, it's not the same Shema. I'm standing here. I know you're going to say something to him. The kid's not going to understand what you're talking about. Why don't you take a sit? <coughs> the Torah wasn't projected to us on a computer screen. The Torah was spoken to us upon him, something that again, it's, it's a high scene. I It's not a matter of a computer to sit and learn Gemara from a computer. I'm not saying I understand to look something up. It's a mechayi. I get that. I'm still. Trying to figure out maybe you know to do that at some point, but to to be able to look something up, it's I know it's a it's a convenience to be able to look something up, and I understand <laughs> that you don't have to take with you you know forty svarim and you could you know there's something very holy to that as well. But okay, to look up on the computer, but now I see that there are guys they sit there sitting by the computer, they're, they're learning by a computer. So that that doesn't conflict with with the seder hamishnah with the curriculum of Yiddishkeit because the curriculum is on the computer. The words are on the computer. And if you tell a bacha nowadays, but it's it's a computer. It's not it's not a gemara. So you can say, yeah, I know the computer's gishmat. I do this, I press this, I do that, I can hear, and it highlights the tesis, and it highlights that. And then somebody can start to talk to me. Somebody showed me that, that the, the, the dafiomi, there's a new thing that, you know, you press a button and then the rabbi starts to talk or something. All kinds of good things. So I, I understand 
But it's not Hasinai. What's there to say? It's not Hasinai. I don't believe that that was Hakadosh Baruch intention. And that sounds like a dinosaur, right? That sounds to a young person. That sounds crazy, because it's all about the Seder Mishnah. It's not about Yeshua. It's about Moshe. It's about it's about Ketzer Seder Mishnah. It's not about Moshe Kibbutz. It's about Misarli Yeshua. Misarli Yeshua comes from a Gemara that's worn out, that has a certain smell. It has a certain feeling to it. A black Gemara. Computer is cold. Computer, computer. Besides that, it has potentially even all kinds of other things. But, but the Gemara is completely the Gemara. It's all that it is. It's those words of the Gemara, and the feeling of the page, and the smell of the page, and the look of the, and the binding, and everything about it. Everything about it. That's why I was all excited. Remember, you know, I, I once told you that for years. I was trying to find a copy of Teres Amos, of Rebbe Leibelegi, even Miramis of Teres Amos. You couldn't get Rebbe Leibelegi anywhere. I'm talking about 25, 30 years ago, it was not Benimsa or Leibelegi. Now I had seen Rebbe Leibelegi. I had seen it in the library. I saw it in the library in NYU, and I, and I was I was crazy in love with it. And I used to sit there with Rebbe Leibelegi, you know, in the library. But but you couldn't get it anywhere. You couldn't get it anywhere. Out of print, gone. Nowhere to be found. Uh, Terry Simons. So, I used to borrow one <coughs> from there's a Yid in Farakway that has a big Svarim collection, and he had and he had a, <coughs> a Blade and he was kind enough that he would, uh, when I wasn't when it was during the summer or something, I wasn't in school, uh, so I, I I didn't I wasn't at the library, so. I would, he would be kind enough to lend it to me for like two days at a time. That he didn't want to part with it, but I used to I used to borrow the blablabla from him. And then, um, and then, uh, I found I found one volume of Teresemus. I found one volume of Teresemus on the Lower East Side. There's a an old place that was like uh, had, had, was going like out of business or something, and I found there. Uh, Found there with Teresamus, and uh, I was very excited. It was one volume. I paid like a hundred dollars for it, and then a month later they printed the label like a svar. They printed it. Mom, a month later, came out. Everybody was excited. Came out really like Okay, but but I then this is the history of a label in my in my life, and I was lucky to be around twenty years ago. I was giving a, <coughs> I was giving a schmooze in Chicago, and there's a yid, a very special Jew over there. I don't say his name, but he's a very, very special Jew, a chashav yid. He has mishpachah here in the neighborhood, very chashav yid. And uh, I spoke there, and uh, and he, in, in, in one of the talks that I gave was in his house. As a well-to-do person, it was in his house, a beautiful house. And um, and after the after the shmuz, he called me into his study. And he said, I want to give this to you. And he gave me a, a Terry Samus from a Blabla Eger. I have it here? Yeah. A Terry Samus from a Blabla Eger that was printed. It was like the first or second printing of Terry Samus. Very old. It's uh, from, from the 1800s, from whatever, 1880-something, 1870, 1880. Very old and very, very worn out. And it has there a, a list of... Uh, 
names, you know, people who owned it previously, and how he got it, and he got it to some auction or something, and now he got it. And um, that's the Rebbe Lega that, I, that I, I, I learned from on Shabbos. During the week, I learned from the other one, from the, the new one. But Shabbos, Friday night, I, Shabbos, I can't learn from the, the new one. I can only learn from the old one. Something about it. And that's not even the end of the story. It has a name in there. And I has a name in there of the last owner. And and that name of the last owner, I saw that person's name in a safer about about uh, Jews uh, from Poland before the Muhammad. They were learning in Chachmel Lublin. There was a list of the Talmudim from Chachmel Lublin, and I saw one of the names. You know, these are big people, Talmudim. And I saw that one of the names was that. Where do I know that name from? And I remembered it was my. It was one. It was the name in my Rebbe Blager. I have it here in the Rebbe Blager. The name. So, so it came from this Jew. I didn't know if he survived the war. He didn't survive the war, but I had a tremendous excitement that this was this belonged to this. He had somehow it, it ended up you know somewhere in Chicago, and then I got it. And then the end of the story. Well, maybe it's not the end. But then what happened is that my wife and I started going to a new place in the mountains two years ago. And there's a yid there that has that last name. And I asked him by any chance, did you ever hear this? He says, oh, what do you mean? So that's my zaidi. And I, and I asked him, is he still alive? And he told me he died last year. He said he was around 100 years old. And he told me this, he was telling me about his zaidi. And then I brought, I, I, the next time I was back in the city, I brought the Rebbe I have I want to show it to you. And he was, I said, you want to have it? He looked at me and I said, you can't. I said, you can't have it. <laughs> <laughs> you had other stuff from your zaidi. I'm not giving that to you. You can't have it. <coughs> ah. But to learn from that Torah is on a Friday night, what that is, it hasn't it. I see now, you understand? It's not, uh, it's not just uh, a book. The other edition, the new edition, is much easier to read. It's black letters. Now the letters are <coughs> halfway up and halfway down. You know, sometimes, <coughs> and and it's, it's it's clean. The page is white. So it's nice. And I like to learn from the new one also. As also, they put in a little bit with the nose. They took the things that were not in the original text and put it back in. They did a lot of good work. It's my, but it's not during the week. Maybe with Shabbos is. Shabbos is still because the Torah was given on Hasinai that happened on Shabbos, so Shabbos is important to feel that you're back at Hasinai. That's what the Balshamtev Kodesh is talking about in, in this time. Our mission will continue.